Welcome to another episode of Invisible Disco Productions podcast, Writer's Block Party. We're hoping to share the work of emerging artists and break down the all-too-often mysticized process of creating and developing art. I'm Thea Thronson. And I am Lauren Montez, and today we have a wonderful artist, Luca Pfeifenberger. This is her bio, okay. Luca is an actor, writer, and director living in New York City. She's a graduate of NYU's Tisch School and since graduating has spent time performing, maneuvering the art gallery world, and bartending until March of 2020. Recently, throughout quarantine, she has become increasingly interested in both accessibility of art and opportunity for artists as the world navigates a pandemic and political divisiveness. With that in mind, Luca has been working with herself on conveying the various ebbs and flows of solitude, revolution, and comfort. Hi, Luca. Hi, Luca. What's up? Hello. What's going on? What's How's new? it going? You know, not much. Uh, day in the life. Day in the life of uh, <laughs> coronavirus 19 pandemic edition yeah. one for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not much. Woke up, made some coffee. Talk to you. <laughs> Amazing. It's big. Well, we are so excited you're here and you have Super brought hyped. with you a piece, a scene if you will. I will. Called The Friend in the Radiator, working title. Um, and we're going to take a look at it right now. Is there anything Is there anything you want to say to sort of preface this piece before we get into it? I don't know. I think I, I was just kind of writing this as like an internal monologue one day. I was like all the conversations I was having kind of with myself. Um, and I think I want it to be more, I've never really like written film stuff, but then I was like, there's no performing now. So I feel like the only preface I have is like, I think this, I would want this to be like a montage of clips and then with like a voiceover type scenario rather than anything that you would see two people doing. Sure. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Awesome. You, you're... Let's take it away. I'm yeah. A, yeah? yeah? All right. I'm Here we go. You fixed the radiator. Some man did. That's nice of him. Well, I paid. Makes sense. It does, yeah. Is it lonely without it? It's still here. No, I know, but the sound? Is it lonely without the broken radiator sound? Yeah. No. Makes sense. Guess it does, yeah. Are you lonely, though? I don't know. Am I supposed to be? I don't know. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Are you? Lonely? Missing the radiator sound. Oh, no, not really. Makes sense. Well, maybe. Maybe? Yeah, maybe. Odd. It is a bit, isn't it? I don't know. I guess it is. Maybe it's not. Yeah, maybe it's not. I don't know. I don't know either. It's not as hot, though. That's nice. It's cold. It's not cold. Cold for me. Better for having people over. Definitely. Are you gonna do it? Can't. Why not? Pandemic. Right. Hard to forget. Quite. You don't do it, right? Have people over? Yeah. God, no. Good. Pandemic. Of course. Ironic. Why? This. Doesn't count. Why not? Different. Yeah, different for sure. For sure. We should eat. We should. I have canned corn. That's it? Got gin, too. That's not food. No. But I have fennel, too. That's food. Yeah. Have you made your OnlyFans yet? No. Are you gonna? Uh, background noise of neighbors talking about the instruments they're playing without actually playing them. I got this bad boy in the Highlands. 
It's stunning, even more so when you play it. I mean, you and that percussion, though, doesn't get better than that. I think the bagpipes are definitely a win. That or Ella's seashells. But you were on the news the other day for them. You were. I saw. My sister-in-law recognized the building and sent me a video. Ella, oh, you've got to send me that. I'd love to... Neighbor chatter goes out. It's noisy. I like it. You do? Feels like company. It's annoying. Why? Pandemic. True. Yeah. Still nice, though. Reminds me that I'm not alone. But you are. Well, yes, but not completely. How so? Like, people still live in the city. Well, yes. That's all. Hard to be alone, then, by those standards. Well, yes. It's a mental thing, then. I think it's not as complicated as you're trying to make it for yourself right now. Sure, yeah. Candle being lit. Bought a lot of these. Candles? Yeah. They smell nice. I know. Where from? Ordered them online. Got stolen a couple times. I never go downstairs. That sucks. It did, but I have them now. If you close the windows, the smell would linger better, probably. Wouldn't notice it anyway. Why not? Get used to the smell. Can't smell it, you know? Like how everyone has a certain smell and their house always has that certain smell. Oh, sure. I don't know my smell. Me neither. I hope it's good. Me too. It's cold. It is. Better for the flowers, though. Sure. They're still all dead. Yeah. Can't afford new ones. Do you miss it? The flowers? Broken radiator. Sort of. I figured. Figured you would. You always complained about it. Everyone did. So did they ever call you? Yeah. And? It was disappointing. Oh. Yeah. Makes sense. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. Is what it is, I guess. I guess so. What'd you talk about? Nothing worth mentioning. Did they apologize, at least? Not until I asked them to. That's shit. Isn't it? Yeah. Whatever. On to the next thing. Did you find a place to live? Haven't looked. Don't you need to? Yeah. Are you gonna? Probably. Well, you should. Yeah. Aren't you worried? Yeah. Me too. Can't bring myself to care, though. Makes sense. Does it? Sort of, yeah. I guess it does. You should care, though. I should. Hire someone. Like the radiator man? Well, no, like a broker man. Realtor man. Yeah, maybe I will. You won't. I won't. Would be easier, though. Would be. Would be easier if I could go home, too. Definitely. But dog is dead. Dog is dead? Dog is dead. Dog is dead. Joint? Sure. Mm. What's that? I freaking love this style of writing, dude. <laughs> it's so fun. Ugh. Damn. It reminds me of like a like Beckett almost. Yes. It reminds you know? me of waiting for Godot. Yeah, yeah that's what sure. quarantine so. has felt like. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Perpetually sure. waiting for, for what? For what? For what? For nothing at all. We're all living it. Yeah. Mmm. Mmm. Juicy. Good shit. So you said that this piece came from like just your like conversations with yourself that you're having during quarantine yeah so i didn't see a single other person for the first like 12 or so weeks of quarantine (sighs) um like 
except for the grocery store but then even that is like self-checkout so like i would make eye contact with like someone through a mask you know and then that was like that um so it was kind of like my internal dialogue like the entire time just like living in this like two bedroom in in like by myself in the east village just right yeah it really is just like internal dialogue i would say yeah so i think this is one person yeah i was gonna say is it two actors or is it I think so. My friend brought up an interesting point. It would like, I I would like be interested in toying with the idea of like, it's one a- voice actor and then they like have two different voices at the very beginning and slowly by the end like the voice kind of melds into the same voice. Comes you know together. what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. That's what I was thinking. But that makes perfect sense. That was very much like, I was very much getting that vibe. Yeah. I I like the this goes back to the Beckett thing, but I like the that it keeps like just the words like well and then and like just like constantly like it feels like it keeps building on nothing like there's no content but it keeps yeah. like making more. Um, it's just like filling so time. Delicious. Yeah. And it also is one of those things where it's, like, it goes by so quickly because each line is, like, so short, but it's also, like, it feels like it will never end. And I'm, like, when is right. this going to end? Never. Yeah, it was, I mean, as I was reading it, I was, like, this is still going on. But also I was, like, it's, like, zooming, though. Like, I'm scrolling fast. So but fast. But it's still happening. And I think, like, it's also, I was talking, so every morning I had this weird thing where I, like, have a very hard time like being alone with like my brain so like I would wake up first thing I did before I even like went to the bathroom or did anything I would like call someone and then as soon as that person was done talking to me I would just like call the next person so I was like never not on the phone with someone but then it's like the same three people that I was always calling it was like my parents and like my friend Sophia and it's like every day you like pick up the phone you know you call them or they call you and it's like you have nothing new to say it's like filling time with like very empty phrases and like that was kind of what I was going for as well the amount of sort of like me too yeah I don't know was like it was like there was something almost um I'll think of the word harsh maybe is the word I was thinking of like where even though it was it's these like yeah oh my god for sure I was almost like it felt almost like like cold yeah like cold (laughs) unfeeling sure all those words I totally totally agree they're never disagreeing because they're the same person but they're also like I hate you but I'm stuck with you I'm comforted by you and right. I could never live without you, but shut up. <laughs> right. Like, the lack, like, when you're trying to, like, when someone's talking to you and you're trying to get them to stop talking and you're just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, not adding anything new to the conversation oh, to quell it. Oh, it reminded me of working at the gym when, at, like, 6 a.m. when you hate the other person there and you, like, don't care about them at all, but also you have five hours, so you... And the only thing you're allowed to do is talk to them, you so you're gotta like... gotta talk. <laughs> please keep talking, but also right. every word Shut I up. hate. <laughs> yeah. That, except, yeah. like, you... It's yeah. that with an, un, like, indeterminate amount of time. 
amount like, of your time. Your five-hour shift is, like, now turned into a six-month quarantine, you know? Right, yeah. right. Which feels very present in this piece. Like, you like you really evoked yeah. the, like, indeterminate amount of time thing. Well... I think, which is very cool. And it was cool. really interesting, because in your bio, you talked about ebbs and flows, and I felt like this was such a ebbing and like anytime a new topic was brought up it was like such a relief of like thank god something and then it would quickly go away and you're like god damn it and like the neighbors interlude like the the idea of like evoking music but not playing music is so (laughs) smart i was like god damn (laughs) like just play something please just play something literally unrelenting that was the word i was looking for unrelenting that's a good word yeah what do you yeah, think just this like piece will be like forward. in its full form? It's weird because I, as much as I didn't do anything, I took a lot of videos of things during quarantine. Like I had a neighbor who actually like the, that is a verbatim, like I just voice recorded like that conversation one day. Cause I was like, this is hysterical. Um, <laughs> but I had several neighbors who like formed a band during quarantine from their various like fire escapes and and balconies and you know like roofs and so every single night at seven this man played the bagpipes um and Ishmael played seashells um and this woman I don't remember her name but she had an entire drum set that every day at seven she would bring out onto her um fire escape and just like play insane drums and so like everyone kind of um formed this band that like when i by the time i moved in august it was still happening every day at seven so i have these like little videos that i took and then like you know i would like light a candle and i'd be like oh like my one exciting thing today is that my the flicker was nice so i like would take a video of like the wisp of smoke Or, like, I took videos of, like, this man playing bagpipes, so I feel like it would be a compilation of, like, those kinds of clips with this, like, voiceover thing happening. Um, yes. And I think also just I was thinking all throughout quarantine, like, I was glued to the TV or YouTube, you know, and it's like, what is something that can be permanently accessible? Because, like, as much as it doesn't have the same thrill as, like, going to a show or whatever, you know? it's still a different kind of thrill where instead of being like, hey, did you see this weird performance art piece in, in Bushwick in this alleyway? Like, you can just be like, here's a link to this show. I hope you binge it for the next six hours so that, you know, at 8 p.m. we can talk about it. Yeah, so you don't have to be alone with your brain. Right. <laughs> so it's like, here, watch this thing that I just watched. Instead of, yeah. like, you have to get yeah. a ticket to go tomorrow to this thing. Instead, right, instead of, like, a whole to-do here's fun fact just thought of this um they're doing a show right now i guess every thursday called theater like one-on-one or something like that where basically you pay as an audience member to go and then they match you with an actor and then it's a full like zoom acting piece but just to one person isn't that really weird that's crazy. Is it like a monologue? I don't know. I didn't read deeper than what I just said, but I think it's like <laughs> a full like monologue or like one person show. I want to do, do like a performance art piece where it's like that, except every piece is like custom tailored to the person you get matched with, and it's just you like reading them for like an hour. You're just like you are wearing Yo, a shirt. <laughs> like by the end, you're just like ah. Oh. And that all comes back to your sister, as we know. 
So how did, like, what was the process of writing this piece where you're just like, one day, like, cool, I'm just gonna write this down, I guess, or what? I feel like my process, like, I'm only ever really inspired when I'm either, like, deeply, deeply <laughs> distressed. <laughs> or, um, inordinately on a substance. Manic. Mm. Sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. So, like, yeah. I feel like it was just something that was happening on and on, and then one day I was, like, watching some weird Netflix, or maybe, like, I don't know, some weird streaming show that was really, really bad, and I couldn't stop talking <laughs> to myself in my head, and I just, like, drank a full bottle of wine, and I was like, I don't know if I'm, like, actually drunk or, like, going crazy or, like, I don't know what's going on, and so I was like, I just have to get it out on paper or, like, on the computer so that it's not running through my brain. So it was just like I was drunk and I was like, let me get this internal dialogue onto external. Just typing. Because it, 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 like, it is, it reads exactly like internal dialogue. I was wondering if, like, you said the voice recording, your neighbors, like, I do that constantly because that's how I, like, usually when I'm, like, writing a monologue, I'll, like, record myself saying it and then write it from that. Do you ever, was that, like... Do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have a really toxic trait. Um, Same. Where... <laughs> Don't explain it, just I have a toxic trait. I have a toxic trait. Um, thanks. Great to have you guys. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> thanks um, for having me, bye. But where, like, if someone is having, like, a strange conversation, I'll just immediately start voice recording it, because you can't make... You can't make this shit up, you know? It's can't like, make that shit up? up? Yeah. You can't make it up. Like, so if I'm in an Uber and my Uber driver won't talk, stop talking to me about, like, the divorce he's going through, like, I'll just start voice recording it. Um, so I don't yes. record myself talking, but I'll, like, record what other people are saying to me, and then I'll go home and I'll just, like, verbatim, like, transcribe it. Because you can't make this shit up. <laughs> right. It's gold. It's, it's gold. pure gold. That's yeah, so right. funny. So that's, that's my toxic trait of the day, of the hour. <laughs> There's your toxic trait of the day. Thank you, everyone. Please respond. DM us with your toxic traits. Um, this, is, this is all just an elaborate ploy to get people to expose themselves. Confessions right. will not be private. <laughs> Literally. Everyone that's ever had a conversation with Luca is just like, um, hey. Wait a minute. <laughs> So, is this piece, like, in your rep- repertoire? How do you say that word? Repertoire? Yes, thank you. Wow, I just had a stroke in the middle of that word. Sorry. Um, in your, like, work, in your collected works, in Luca Feigenberger's collected works, how does this piece, like, the process of writing this piece, compare with other pieces you've written in the past or this since? Good. Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. No. Um, I I feel like I really gravitate towards this like weird, like who's afraid of Virginia Woolf esque, like two person manic evil and love. And I feel like in a way it's similar, but instead of like having two people who are either like friend or have like an established relationship amongst themselves it's like one person who doesn't have an established relationship with themselves 
Mm-hmm. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah it, it does. does. I get it. So I feel like it it does line up with like things I've written in the past in terms of like this two person kind of like back and forth bickering almost. Um, but I guess this time for me it was more like I'm thinking about what instead of like drawing up uh, what's the word I'm looking for instead of like manipulation I feel like I tend to like play with manipulation a lot and like um, passive aggression and things like that I feel like this time it was very like just like a numb um, like dull horror instead of outward horror if that makes sense totally yay yeah Yeah. and it feels like um my roommates and I were just talking about like there's no muse to be had right now Mm -hmm. because there's not like nothing to consume like there's nothing to take in I'm just saying if you're like me and then never watched Glee before (laughs) there's so many muses there's there's Uh, always Glee there's always Glee anyway (laughs) Um, I'm just trying to find ways to work it into every podcast I really just want to talk about it every day (laughs) anyway but this feels like a very um like a very concrete thing to point to to be like this is very indicative of quarantine Mm-hmm. And like the muse that is literally just your own brain <laughs> trying to kill itself. Well, it's like all those, those like, t- like tweets. Oh my god, I was about to say twitters. <laughs> all, all the twitters. Well, all the tweeters about tots that people post. The tweeter tots. Um, <laughs> but all those tweets that people post where they're like, oh, like you know, we've entered the week where people have realize that they do not want to be alone with their thoughts anymore so everyone's baking bread from scratch you know it's like we all kind of it's a weird thing where it's for me personally like I was like completely alone so it's like the solitude was deafening but at the same time it was like everyone around the world was kind of experiencing collectively yeah and even the people who were you know with other people like staying with their families or their significant others or their roommates like at the end of the day, like, we're all kind of going through the same process that we none of right. us are familiar it, with, you know? Right. It's really weird. We're all, like, joined by isolation, you know? Because none of us have ever experienced this before. Yeah. yeah. I think, like, because even, I can't think of an example right now, it's because I'm going, like, brain dead, but same. it's, like, the kind of thing where... I, something would happen and I'd be like oh my god I did this really weird thing and I would tell someone about it and they'd be like that's so weird I did that and then you would too, be online too. and then everyone else was like I was also doing this and right like, oh, right I thought I was weird but we're all like experiencing <laughs> being human without like society yes which yes. makes us which we've convinced ourselves that, that that makes us human you know right right and so then it's like, well, if if we are all still collectively having the same experience without being confined to like a culture, what is the what is the like difference? Crazy. We're suddenly Crazy. just not having fun. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. We're reverting. And then 
I think it's interesting too now with like things that are kind of starting to open back up. Um, it's weird to see like. I think there is no such thing as normal anymore, you know. But like what people try to convince themselves is a return to normalcy. Yeah. You know, it's like you walk around and you see people brunching, but then at the same time, like you have you know hundreds of protesters passing by, and right. then it's like. And then there's, like, still people who are immunocompromised who still haven't left their homes. And then it's, like... Right. Okay, it's, like, now we're entering the next phase, but we're still in a pandemic. And some people seem to not care. It's, like, so it's... Now I feel like with that unity, we're, like, divided. And then, like, we're in group sectors, you know? Absolutely. And it's also so odd, I think, because so many people were preparing for, like, this, like end and then it'll be over and we'll go on with our day and it's really weird I feel like especially it's not gonna happen maybe in our culture at least in the last couple of years like people aren't used to um indecision or like indecisiveness I mean that's the creation of social media cancel culture everything that we do is so specific and definitive and yet it's so weird to have this objectively not definitive this like liminal space yeah where it's like well and i think like a lot of people like were and still are holding out for some like specific like okay everyone continue about your year yeah i remember getting laid off in march it was my dad's birthday it was my father's birthday i got laid off and i was like okay and my my manager called me and he was like hey, so I think we're going to be closed for, like, six weeks, but you should file for unemployment so that you can collect benefits. And all of us were like, six weeks? Like, holy crap. Like, that is the longest time I've ever heard. Like, six weeks about a job. And now it's like we're six yeah. months in, and I'm like, well. <laughs> I'm like, collecting will my it ever come money. back? Our sense of time has also been kind of warped because at the time, six weeks, six weeks, six weeks, six weeks felt like a long time. <laughs> And now it's like six right. months feels like a long time, but then it's like March lasted, you know, two and a half years. It's and still I can't, March. It's well, and then March ended, and then suddenly it's like it was June, and I was like, okay, like well, I don't know how it's summer now, and then now it's like, <laughs> but okay, we're, we're almost done with the Fall. year, like yeah. yeah, no clue, no clue. So con concept, wait, what con? It is so difficult to conceptualize, and like living in in New York City, everything is always, was always moving so fast. So it's like, in the time it takes for this to be over in six weeks, what could I have accomplished? But now it's like, there's no end in sight. And it's like, well, okay, I guess I'll just try to survive then. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then I think also, like, I've been thinking a lot about my own relationship with jealousy. And like, Mm -hmm. I spent so much of quarantine just being jealous of other people who were in other places and with other people. Not alone. And then it's like, mm-hmm. right, and I was, like, alone in, like, a windowless apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, like, it's... I Now I've kind of, like, decided that I didn't want to be anywhere but in New York City. But then I'm like, well, no, I just convinced myself that because I wasn't anywhere but New York City. You know, at the end of the day, I probably right. did want to be on the beach. <laughs> like, 
Right. Um, I wouldn't have objected to that. No. And then it's like, well, I wish I was with my family. Like, I wish I was that. But then it's like every person who's doing whatever they're doing is just, it's like the grass is always greener on the other side of the world, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And it's so, it's like so easy to fall into that when it's like there is no other option. Right. Like when it's like, this is what it is and it's what it's going to be for the foreseeable future. It's like. Wow. Okay, that's terrible, and I hate that. Well, especially because I can't go home because my family is in Europe, so, like, I'm not able to go there mm-hmm. at all. So then I'm jealous of anyone who's able to see right. their family. But then anyone who's with their family right. is like, God, I wish I was alone. I'm like, this is so toxic. Miserable, right? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. But it's like, it's like not having the option of doing that makes me... Exactly. Like, you know? Right. And for there to be no moderation. <laughs> It is what it is, and it will be what it is. Other than writing, have you found yourself doing other artistic things in quarantine, or just sort of, like, trying to stay sane? Just hold on to the safety bar. I went through, like, a painting phase, and then I was like, okay, um, this is expensive. And then I went through a film photography phase, and then I was like, okay, this is expensive. It's expensive. Um, <laughs> So, well, I guess I've been taking pictures. I, like, kind of got back into... I used to really love photography, and then, like, I remember in, like, senior year of college, I was, like, getting more into portraiture. And then it was very weird because suddenly I was like, okay, this is the perfect opportunity to get back into something that I've been wanting to get into, but then I had no subjects because I didn't have access to people. Mm-hmm. So then I kind of started, like, playing right. with self-portraiture a little bit. I was taking, like, a lot yeah. of, like, weird, like, surrealist self-timer photos. And then I was like, what am I doing with this? Um, <laughs> and then I also, like, I wanted to, for myself, like, document um, pandemic in the East Village or, like, in Lower Manhattan. So I would, like, walk around different neighborhoods. Right. And, like, I did take a lot of um, pictures of things. Which was fun. I I loved that. Yeah. It is um, so interesting just, like, talking about documenting the quarantine isolation. Because it's, like, I went back to Iowa for just a little bit. um, But it was so different there because it's so spread out there. um, That there there wasn't, like, an understanding of what it was like here. Because I was alone for, like, two months at the beginning. And both my roommates had left. Um... And, like, going between those two, I was like, I wish that I could explain in some kind of adequate way, like, what the, the discrepancy is here. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a photographer, but that just is what that reminds me of. One thing that really stood out to me was, like, I feel like New York City is one of the rare places that kind of the pandemic wasn't politicized. It was like everyone accepted that, okay, we're in a pandemic. Yes, I have to wear my mask. Um, Especially because we were hit so hard back in, you know, April. So everyone was like, okay, I understand that this is not a political issue and not a hoax. 
and I'm going to do everything. Life and death like, situation here. Right, because it's not a personal, pro- like, the whole mask thing, you know, in the U.S., and it's, like, in New York City, I feel like people were like, okay, it's not a personal issue, it's, like, a let's not let my neighbor die issue. Um, yeah. And... Right, yeah. So I think that, like, made it a little... Yeah, it's like New York didn't really have time to form opinions on it. It just had to happen versus the rest of the world was able to be like, hmm, let me think about this, whether or not I want to do that. Right. Right. So then, yeah, so then it was like, in terms of documenting it, for me, it was like fun in a way because I was like, okay, look at, look at that great visual of that man wearing a mask, you know, standing under the cherry blossoms or like and everyone's kind of doing their own thing like I saw some girl with her just her two like feet poking out of her windowsill and she was like reading Mm. in the sunlight and her feet were sunbathing and I was like what a nice like it's like everyone was figuring out how to navigate right Mm. and like the city is still there like the structure of the city but everything right and then all the businesses are crumbling and yeah depressing yeah. 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 But yeah. It is what it Damn. is. We were, um, you brought up Virginia Woolf, and we were talking about Beckett. Um, are there other inspirations you draw from when you're creating art? Um. No, none at all. <laughs> <laughs> Just me, pretty much. Just me, I'm my own inspiration. <laughs> I don't even like hobby. Um, sorry, I don't know what to say. <laughs> the listeners hobby. are like, who is that? <laughs> like a fourth person came in. I think, well, for this particular piece, I think, like, I hate saying this because I feel like a generic, like, say cis, it. cishet white man. But, like, I love. Which you are. Which I am. Which I am. I, didn't, I don't know if you knew, but I am. I'm from Italy, actually. It's where Luca comes from. Um, and, like, wait, sorry. I lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I really love, like, the visuals of Wes Anderson movies. Like, the weird, eerie symmetry and, like, how everything is, like, a little too prim and proper and like all yeah. pastels and it's like super vibrant but also super muted at the same time um yeah that makes so yeah sense. like his cinematography i'm just like i this is what i want obsession yeah in this piece specifically right right that yeah. makes perfect sense because it almost feels clinical in like a very natural mm. way an unnatural good way. word mm. right right that's like it. trying too hard <laughs> to be organic yeah trying too hard to like make something that isn't perfect look very very perfect yes i guess yeah yeah something like like black mirror for you (laughs) something like that something like that that. you know i'm not really sure (laughs) like that's the vibe yeah that's kind of what i'm going for with this that's delicious and i um totally see that for you yeah thanks (laughs) i'm glad you enjoyed the reel incredible and i agree <laughs> You're right, and you should say it. <laughs> and I did, and you did. Look at you. Oh. 
Oh, yeah. it's like all my personalities are like, who's going out today? <laughs> uh, I met them in quarantine. Oh. They've been doing okay. I, oh, same. Oh, same. <laughs> you got it. You got it. We got close. Yeah. <laughs> and they really come out in the Zoom calls. Zoom calls are so funny because it's like, it's like, yeah, it's like all my personalities are like really trying, but I'm also like trying to be chill because like you're not getting my whole presence you're just getting like this screen yeah everything is so <laughs> like simultaneously turned up but also like muted right Wes Anderson I'm glad that we never had to experience the zoom schooling school oh Lauren's doing it right now it's a grand time how is but I I can't imagine because can't imagine I can't imagine. First of all, I had never heard of Zoom until like March of 2020. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What happened to Skype? <laughs> is Skype okay? <laughs> Clearly not. It. I saw a tweet that was like Skype really dropped the ball with like a 20 year lead. <laughs> I know. Facts. <laughs> like, what happened? I still Skype my dad. Like, that's how me and my dad talk, is via Skype. I guess, like, it, but I guess Skype was kind of pushed <laughs> out of the running because everyone got iPhones and people started FaceTiming. Mm-hmm. I guess. But then, so, have you ever group FaceTimed? It's no, it's chaotic. a pain in the ass. It's chaotic because, I don't know why, but the bubbles float around. I'm like, it's you don't have so to move chaotic. like that. You don't have to do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> In fact, I would prefer if you didn't. I would prefer if anything. You didn't. Don't. <laughs> but yeah, I can't imagine. When in doubt, stay still. <laughs> Zoom school. Zoom school. Oh. Also, like college is one thing, but that's like little kids. I'm like, Whoa. my aunt is a first grade teacher, and she was saying that in like April and May, like the kids didn't want to go on Zoom because they're like, I haven't seen my friends, and it just makes me sad on Zoom. And she's oh. like. Yeah, like, I don't want you to be on Zoom. I, like, right. Uh, okay. <laughs> I guess we're not doing school. Like, this is my thing. I'm like, can we not just take a gap year, like, collectively as a Like, nation? the world, yeah. So many other... Also, I am continually confused by the power that, like, teachers should get all the power in the world right now because, like, they're being asked to do the impossible. But also, they'll be like, yeah, please no, like, eating or something. And you're like... But I'm in my home. You're like, I'm in my bedroom. (laughs) And you know the teachers who apparently are like, don't be in your bed or in your bedroom. It's like, well, okay, like, sorry, what if you live in a studio or what if you, like, live with family who also everyone else has to, like, be in class. Right. And that's another thing is the internet situation. I'm like, a lot of people are really getting left behind here, everybody. Yeah. Well, and I saw an article back sort of near the beginning of all this that was like, you know, students at school, like, school is, in college, is kind of an equalizer, because you all kind of have the same dorm, you all eat the same food, do the same stuff, but then, like, some students that are perhaps more um, privileged go back to their beautiful homes and have the whole elaborate setup, and students that might not have as many resources or as much wealth or whatever go back to their homes, and suddenly now it's sort of voyeuristic in the sense of now everyone can see that about you and it's really it's really weird this suddenly like invasion of privacy by the same token it's just the way it goes you know there was a super interesting um 
New York Times article, I think, about, like, two best friends who went to some, I want to say, like, Idaho or something. They went to, like, school in Idaho, and, like, one of them, like, they were roommates, and they became, like, really good friends within, like, the first uh, semester, I guess, like, last year, and then, you know, the pandemic happened, and they both had to move out, and one of them, like, went to their, one of their mansions in, like, Lake Tahoe or whatever, and then the other one sure. went to, like, their family's taco truck and, like, had to, like, continue working and, you know, to in order to be able to afford to, like, live. And it's, like, it's exactly what you said where it's, like, it's an equalizer and you don't want to. It's, like, part of the college experience is you come in with with what you have and, like, you go home to, like, what you... I don't know, I don't know how to describe it, but you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. It, like, makes it like, more... Like, there's no assumptions because it's like everyone is on the same playing field. Right. Yeah. And the ceiling is leaking and that's okay. And everyone's miserable and it feels like a jail. And it feels like <laughs> community. And it does. And you forge a bond there. <laughs> it's the, it's the negative center block walls. You know what I mean though? It's like, exactly. it's, What's the negative yes. cohesion? It, it, yes. It's also, like, that's New York City. <laughs> that's New York City, baby. Everyone's like, there's cockroaches and rats everywhere, and it's, that's what it is. It's, it's endearing. <laughs> it's endearing. It's like last night I was up until five, and, you know, a cockroach flew at my head, and there was a mouse that ran across my kitchen. And, <laughs> and I was like, oh, New York. <laughs> I waved and knew my, hello, hello. <laughs> I said, I tipped my hat. And then, good evening, <laughs> sir. <laughs> And the cockroach himself looked at me and just went, forget about it, and then walked away. And you're like, honestly, I will forget about it. I'm so sorry for bringing it up. I know this is a hard time for you and your family. I know this must be difficult for me as well. Even Remy, I'm like, you know what, Remy from Ratatouille, I was like, you're just trying to feed your family. I understand that. Here's a pack of polenta. I get it. You're... Just have it. Just take it all. <laughs> Here are all the ingredients for ratatouille. Just take it. It's <laughs> like, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, the plot of ratatouille would be drastically different if it was in New York. Yes. Indeed. I thought you were going to say in quarantine. I was like, yes. Well, that too, but... You'd starve. The restaurant would be shut the down. The restaurant wouldn't be there is the biggest difference, I think. <laughs> But yeah, well, let's make a series too. of Disney movies, but make it quarantine. But make it quarantine. Mm, That's so. like the plot of every princess movie. <laughs> Fair. You're right. right. Rapunzel. Okay, let's do Snow Pixar. White. <laughs> Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The- wow, you're <laughs> right. They're what all in quarantine. Tweet? They're all alone. Maybe we unlock okay, something here. Tweet? That was, like, about, um, how, like, all the toys in Andy's room must be, like, dying right now because they haven't had a chance to move in months. (laughs) They're all just, like, it was a picture of a guy that was, like, this or something and his eyes were, like, streaming. I was, like, that's so funny. (laughs) Oh, my God. You're right. Would watch that movie. (laughs) No, just them just being, like, just them, like. They just mumble, right. they become ventriloquists in the middle of the night. 
Literally. He like wakes up, he's like, I'm going crazy. I'm uh, so crazy. hungry. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> How did you do that? <laughs> I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. something new every day about yourself. Lydia <laughs> never has another guest on the podcast after this. She's just like, no. It's over. It's over. <laughs> um, well, this was cool. <laughs> this was a fantastic conversation. I do feel like we should ask, what do you do when you have writer's block? Good question. <laughs> Thanks. I thought of it just now for the first time. <laughs> I get mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just bully it until it goes away. <laughs> I I feel like I just accept it in all honesty. Like because especially now with like not having a requirement in terms of I don't have a class to submit a paper to. I don't have a festival I'm applying to. So if I have writer's block, I have writer's block and I get mad about it, but then I just do my own thing until like something inspires me. Mm. And I feel like there are a lot of things, like, that that are, I don't know if it's, like, helpful is the right word, but, like, it's, like, I can, if I really want to write something, I can shut off all my technology and, like, sit on my fire escape for, like, half an hour in silence, and I'll just, like, watch one leaf, and then, like, mm. I'll be, like, okay, I'm gonna create a narrative for this little leaf, you know? Yeah. Or, like, yeah, watch yeah. a man smoke a cigarette. And I'm like, that man's going through a hard time at home. He's <laughs> cheating on his wife. Mm. I'll write about it. <laughs> I'll write about it. I got you, Leaf. I got you. I understand. But yeah. I, too, so, am going through a I just time. let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, you know? You can't force anything now. It is. And that's a really good point about there not being a whole lot of reason to force anything right now. (laughs) Just uh, let it be. Let it be. And another thing that's useful for me is, like, if I just sit down with, like, my computer and whenever. It's usually in the middle of the night. It's usually at, like, 4 a.m. And I'm, like, I'm fighting the sun. I, like, don't want the sun to come up, but, like, I know it will. And I just sit there and I write down everything I'm mad about or everything I'm, like, annoyed about. And I'll, like, this is really toxic as well. Like, if I'm (laughs) mad at someone, like, so during quarantine, I was, like, really mad at this person. And I was, like, I'm gonna write about why they are so terrible and why like everything they've done that I hated every every reason why (laughs) they don't deserve me um you know like deserve my like attention or whatever the hell like I just sit there and I like manic type out like an angry angry letter basically to like you know this is some higher being I'm like I just think it to myself like an idiot (laughs) Come on, no, man. just write it out and then come back to it and be like, girl, you need to calm down. But, like, this is going to be like, material. Um, and then you just, like, from there. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Or maybe if you're happy, you can do the same thing. I don't tend to experience that often. But I've be like, never felt that. But never experienced. I, I hear it happens to some people. I don't know about it, but just be like this. You know, like uh, my dog makes me really happy. Um, now she makes me angry because she died. But before that, she made me happy no. because of X, Y, and Z. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just like write out everything that um, is happy sure. or nice. Yeah. So yeah. just like word vomit like I'm doing yeah here. and then you come back and you have a new perspective and a new character exactly and you have two full characters genius wow Brilliant. there is no wow. trick is, wow. is the trick that's a good trick a good little trick a little trick well try it out sometime <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess that's it that's 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 it Thank you so much, Luca, and thank you everyone for listening. Okay. 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 Get it together. Get it together. Sorry. It just made me laugh. I'm like, okay, I've got it. Ready? Thank you. <laughs> As if this is a brand new thought that just hit you in the moment. That's called acting, kids. Look it up. I was acting. Okay. Now I'm sorry. I won't did you get a anymore. BFA Never from mind. the School of the Arts? I can really tell. I did. I went to Tisch School of the Arts. Yes. Did you get it? I can tell. You you have amazing actor training. Over Thank Zoom. you. <laughs> Over Zoom. Over yes. Zoom. Sorry. Did your guys' acting teachers ever tell you no one will pay to see your training? That's what we got told all the time. No, because we didn't really have training in <laughs> <laughs> No, all the time we were like, yeah, no one pays to see your process or your training. And I was like... That's so funny. ETW was like, there is no process, there is no product, there is just being. <laughs> There, there's only this, and it is terrible. There is only pain. <laughs> sweat about it. There, there's only pain. Go sweat and then subsequently cry. Acting has been achieved. It's just like how much like water and liquid can come out of your body at one given time. <laughs> and that is the measure of your talent. Sure. Great. <laughs> anyway, so now for this ending part. Okay, well... Thank you so much, Luca, and thank you everyone for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Invisible Disco Productions, and we'll see you later. Have a great week. Bye, y'all. Writer's Block Party was created by Invisible Disco Productions. It's produced by Amelia Annan, Famous Willett, Lauren Montez, and Thea Bronson. And is edited by Noah Friend. If you enjoyed this, check us out at IDP Presents WBP on Twitter and at Invisible Disco Productions on Instagram and Patreon. Thanks and have a great week.